0: The expressed views and opinions by the hosts, guests, listeners, and viewers on this podcast solely belong to those who express them. They do not necessarily represent their employers, affiliated organizations, policies, committees, groups, or individual. Some episodes might include strong languages and images, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Please consult with a professional before you change your life plans. Viewer discretion is advised. Today's episode would be tackling about my personal Reflections and experiences. Welcome to DSC Behind the Podcaster. As I'm not a famous personality, we'll start with Who am I? And how did I end up starting DSC the podcast? I'm Oliver. It's nice to meet my current and future listeners. I'm currently based in the beautiful islands of the Philippines. I guess I can proudly say that this podcast can be considered as my quarantine output or maybe quarantine baby. (laughs) When we started our lockdown, everything was blurry. It was as if a void of uncertainty was waiting around the corner. As weeks went by, countless binge watching as both my back and my eyes hurt. I started contemplating while I was having a staring contest with my dog and our ceiling. Come to think of it, way back in 2011, I was already listening to some podcasts. I wondered why not try making my own? Do I need guests? Yes. Where would I find them? Well, they're everywhere be it your friends, colleagues, relatives, your friends' friends, or whoever. So I started asking around if in case I made a podcast or I started one, would they agree in guesting? Luckily, majority of them said yes. And we would discuss in a later time on when we would do it. The rest follows, like researching the mics to use, the software whatever YouTube and Google has to satisfy my questions. The name reflects very much to my personal life. Do. Seek. Contemplate. D. S. C. It's true that seldom will have the liberty to do whatever they want. But you're still doing what you think would be the better option for your life. Seeking answers can be very hard, especially when everything feels down and dark, as if living is no longer an option. It's easier said than done, but please, do not give up in seeking the options. Perhaps you were searching at the wrong direction, or what you're seeking is not yet come into fruition having said all that let us not forget to contemplate on what you've seen heard and learned remember that life is not about blind following it is about what we willingly choose believe and do for the betterment of our own lives and those around us. I'm envisioning that in the long run, my podcast would be able to connect with professionals that are hardly met by the listeners. Who knows? It might bring my listeners closer to the answers that they're looking for. Let's move on to the second question after all my various experiences be it curricular or and or extracurricular activities do i like who i have become yes very much some of my friends and colleagues since my teenage years can attest to the fact that my former personality was very reserved. I was rather unexpressive and shy toward society. It was through the full support of my family in joining extracurricular activities, specifically scouting and Manila Downtown YMCA, did I fully understand and strive to self-pursue my own personality development. Compared to my younger y- days... <laughs> I believe I am now capable of being more objective and rational towards the continuing years. Third, what regrets do I have? Honestly, after everything that has happened, I do not have any regrets that I can think of. I'm quite sure that there are a lot of my friends and whoever would contest to this statement, that some will think that I should probably regret about my recent tertiary history, well, nobody's stopping them from thinking like that, except maybe themselves. On a side note, I'm actually joking around with my inner circle that after almost a decade, I finally acquired my M.B.A. Masters in Bachelor of Arts. Going back, ever since I could remember myself in regretting anything, as early as either nursery or kinder, I was already being conditioned by my family to think that in whatever I do, be it accomplishments or mistakes, will always be charged to experience. How I learned from them? Well, I guess that's a different story. So what's my favorite memory? Well, way back in May of 2009, I took part of I for the Y, a youth club summer training level 2 of Manila Downtown YMCA our trainer back then, the late Sir Brendan Yu, gave this contemplating statement It's never a shame to shift It's what happens after 10 years, then you would realize that you've studied the wrong course Some might say I took it literally, you know But if you're going to understand the context, it applies not only in education, but also to other problems that you may encounter in decision-making. I guess this stems from our concern of what would other people say about our decisions? How would they react with our life choices? Where in fact, the main deciding factor is ourselves. By the way, I'd like to clarify myself that I'm pertaining to rational and personal problems. I hope and pray that whatever I said at the start and until at the the end of this episode will not be taken out of context. Fifth, if someone else described me, what would they say? You know, if you ask someone to describe a person, you have to check if they really know and understand the one that's being described. I could easily say some random good traits and characteristics. It might even be biased, now. Well, for sure, there would be answers such as, Being very open, I'm a people person, frank, adventurous, direct, and surprisingly, some would say inspiring. (laughs) Even I would be surprised with that answer. Of course, the more I mention anything positive, it would be as if I'm already flattering myself in this segment. For almost any description, there will always be another side of the coin. I think I would get answers such as prideful, ambitious, reckless, irrational, foolish, or even apathetic. Whatever it is that others would describe me, I'd like to take this opportunity to say that if you're only going to believe things without seeing and knowing, and there's really nothing much that I can do, Emma. But if by chance we did meet and I was able to debunk your pre-biased perspective, then I guess we'd probably both be smiling and sharing drinks in the long run. <laughs> Lastly, what is the nicest thing someone has ever told me well the nicest thing that a person has ever told me was actually in writing for a short background since 2013 i've been collecting planners from starbucks and instead of planning my life i would turn them into scrapbook or travel journal pasting my moments or the old school testimonials from friends as a year ender but well, let's go forward to 2018. A friend from the Land of Thunder wrote the following statement. I have nothing to tell you because you are far better than me. I always appreciate your works. So happy scouting. Be good. Do good. It has always been at the back of my mind that such surprisingly kind words would be remembered for a long time. Personally, I don't even know what did I do to deserve such uh, uh, appreciation. Anyways, something that makes me smile every time I remember it. Thank you for spending your few minutes with me. For feedbacks and suggestions, you may contact me through the email in my description. I hope you join me in my other episodes. This is DSC The Podcast. Season's greetings to everyone and keep safe. Goodbye!